Welcome, family. Today's uh, reading of Daily Reflection. I'm Fernando, your host for this one. I am in recovery. I'm alcoholic. Uh, it's December 1st. Let's go ahead and pray. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Suggested Steps, December the 1st. Our 12 steps also says that as a result of practicing all these steps, we have each found something called a spiritual awakening. AA's manner of making ready to receive the gift lies in the practice of the 12 steps in our program. 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, page 106, 107. I remember my sponsor answering when I told him that the steps were suggested. He replied that they are suggested in the same way that if you were to jump out of an airplane with a parachute, it is suggested that you pull the ripcord to save your life. He pointed out that it was suggested I practice the 12 steps if I wanted to save my life. So I try to remember daily that I have a whole program of recovery based on all 12 of the suggested steps. Amen. I'm Fernando. I'm alcoholic. Um, making a commitment to cover the whole 12 steps and staying with the program. The commitment will hold, folks. That's where a man and a woman becomes aware of their wrongs and they make a commitment to hang on to this safe haven. That safe haven that will fix, fix them and, and the love of others. I knew if I didn't get this program, others weren't going to have me. They weren't going to have, my mother wasn't going to have a son. My sons were not going to have a dad. My brothers and sisters weren't going to have a brother. My employer wasn't going to have a good employee. I needed a new set of instructions, a new operating program. And Alcoholic Anonymous, the format was just exactly what I needed. Live and let live. Uh, for the grace of God, there go I. It's only by God's grace I'm here, not out there uh, pounding those beers away and having a uh, you know, considerable amount of bad luck. Okay, moving on. AA, thought for the day, daily reflection, excuse me, 24-hour little book. says, the thoughts that come before having a slip are often largely subconscious. It is a question whether or not our subconscious mind ever become entirely free from alcohol. Thoughts as long as we live, for instance, some of us dream about being drunk when we are asleep. Even after several years of sobriety, in AA during the period of our drinking days, our subconscious minds have been thoroughly conditioned by our alcoholic way of thinking and it is doubtful if they ever became entirely free of such thoughts during our lifetime but when our conscience minds are fully conditioned against drinking we can stay sober and our subconscious mind do not often bother us am i still conditioning my conscious mind meditation for the day Having sympathy and compassion for all who are in temptation, a condition that we were something in, sometimes in, 
we have responsibility toward them. Sympathy always includes responsibility. Pity is useless because it does not have a remedy for the need. But whenever our sympathy goes, our responsibility goes too. When we are moved with compassion, we should give to the we should go to the one in need and bind up his wounds as best we can. Prayer for the day. I pray that I may have sympathy to those in temptation. I pray that I may have compassion for others' trials. Whatever the situation is, whatever the problem is, just have the courage and the commitment. I would. That's my deal. It's to start thanking God that you're a mess up. Thanking God that I'm messing up. That's the fastest way to cure uh, self-pity and uh, and not having a right program. That's a correct program. That fixes the bugs. They'll go through the system and fix all the bugs all the way down to the birth and beyond. Your parents' bugs. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a bug fixer. I thank God I'm misfit. I thank God for their problem. I thank God I act that way. Make a commitment every time you know something is not right. Thank God about it. And thank God, now what am I going to do about it? I love you. Let's pray. Our Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Keep coming back, family. It's working. Welcome to today's podcast. We're going to be reading uh, from page 62 of the big book. Uh, thank you for coming on here in the Zoom meeting. Let's go ahead and open it with the uh, Lord's Prayer this time. Who woke us up this morning? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and get started. Page 62. Take it away, Rick, please. Self-centeredness, when we think is the root of all our troubles, driven by other forms of self-delusion and self-seeking and self-pity, we step on our toes and our fellows we retaliate. Sometimes they hurt us seemingly without provocation, but we invariably find that it has some time in the past that we made decisions based on self, which later puts us in a position to be hurt. So our troubles, we think, are basically our own making. They arise from ourselves from an alcoholic is an extreme example of self will run right. He has usually doesn't think so above everything. Alcoholics must be rid of his selfishness. If he must or kills us, God makes that possible. And there often seems no way of entirely getting rid of this self without his aid. Many of us had moral, physiological convictions galore, but we could not live up to them. But we would have allowed, but 
but we could not live up to them, even though we really like to be in order to reduce our self-centeredness much by wishing or trying. We had our own power. We had to have God's help. This is the how and the why of it. First of all, we had to quit playing God. It didn't work. Next, we decided that hereafter in this drama of life, God was going to be our director. He is the principal. We are his agents. He is the father. We are his children. <clears throat> Most good ideas are simple, and this concept was the keystone of the new and triumphant arch through which we pass to freedom. When we sincerely took such a position, all sorts of remarkable things follow. We had a new employer, being all-powerful. He provided what we needed if we kept close to him and performed his work well. Established on such a footing, we became less and less interested in ourselves, our little plans and designs. More and more, we became interested in seeing what we could contribute to life. As we felt new power flow in, as we enjoyed peace of mind, as we discovered we could face life successfully, as we became conscious of his presence, we began to lose our fear of today, tomorrow, or the hereafter. We were reborn. So we're now on step three. Many of us said to our maker, was, we understood him, God, I offer myself to thee. I build, build with me and, and do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self, and that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties and bitter over them. May I bear witness to those who help thy of, of thy power, thy love, thy way of life. May I do thy will always. We thought well. We thought well before taking these steps, making sure that we were ready to. Uh, we could at last abandon ourselves utterly to him. All right, let's turn. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, uh, what was that? Uh, page seventy-six. Seventy-six. Yeah, I jumped the gun, huh? <laughs> Page 76. I kept going. Oh. <laughs> Already we see something like this, my creator. I'm now willing to do with me that shall have all of me, good and bad. I pray now for you to remove me from every single uh, defect of character which stands in my way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me the strength as I go out there to your pity. Amen. We are now clear step seven. Okay, page 86 now, please. On awakening, let us think about the 24 hours ahead before we begin. We consider our plans for the day. We ask God to direct our thinking, especially asking to be divorced from self-pity, dishonest, or self-seeking motives. Under these conditions, we can employ our mental faculties with assurance, for after all, God gave us brains to use. Our thought life will be placed on a much higher plane when our, our thinking is clear or wrong motives. In thinking about our day, we may face indecision. We might not be able to, to, to determine which course to take. Here we ask God for inspiration, an intuitive thought, or a decision. We relax and take it easy. We don't struggle. We are often surprised how the right answers come after we have tried this for a while. What used to be the hunch or the occasional inspiration gradually becomes a working part of the mind. Being still inexperienced and having just made conscious contact with God, it is not probable that we are going to be inspired at all times. We might pay for this presumption and all sorts of observed action and ideas. Nevertheless, we find that our thinking will, as time passes, be more and more on the plane of inspiration. We come to rely upon it. We usually conclude this period of meditation with a prayer that was shown throughout the day with the next step to be. We give him whatever we need to take care of this problem. We have especially ask for freedom, self-will, and careful make no requests for ourselves only. We may ask for ourselves, however, others to be helped. 
we're careful not to pray for our own selfish ends, and many of us have wasted a lot of time doing that, and it doesn't work easily, so you see why. If circumstances warrant it, we ask our wives and friends to join us in morning meditation. If we belong to religious domination, which requires definite morning devotion, we attend that also. If not members of religious bodies, we sometimes select to memorize a few set prayers which emphasize the principles that we have been discussing. There are many helpful books there which suggest that these may be obtained by one's priest, minister, or rabbi. Be quick to see where religious people are right and use what they have to offer. As we go through the day, we pause when agitated or doubtful and ask for the right thought or action. We constantly remind ourselves we are no longer running the show. Humbly saying to ourselves many times each day, Thy will be done. We are then in much less danger of excitement, fear, anger, worry, self-pity, or foolish decision. We become much more efficient. We do not tire so easily, for we are not burning up energy foolishly, as we did when we are trying to arrange life to suit ourselves. It works, it really does. Let's turn to page 416, please, where it says, It helped me. It helped me a great deal to become convinced that alcoholism was a disease, not a moral issue, that I have been drinking as a result of a compulsion, even though I had not been aware of that compulsion at that time, and that sobriety was not a matter of willpower. The people of AA had something that looked much better than what I had, but I was afraid to let go of what I had in order to try something new. There was a certain security in the familiar. At last, acceptance has proven the key to being my drinking problem. After I've been around AA for seven months, tapering off of pills, of alcohol and pills, not finding the program working very well, I was finally able to say, okay, God, it is true. Of all people, strangers may seem, even though I didn't get my permission, really, really am an alcoholic of sorts, and it's all right with me now. Well, now what am I going to do about it? When I stopped living in the problem, began living in the answer. The answer, I mean, the problem went away. From that moment on, I have not one single post or drink. And acceptance is the answer to all my problems today. And when I'm disturbed because I find some person, place, thing, or situation, and some fact of my life unacceptable to me, when I find no, but I can find no serenity until I accept that person, place, thing, or situation being as that the other way it's supposed to be at that moment. Nothing, absolutely nothing happens in God's world by mistake. Until I accept my alcoholism, I cannot stay sober. Unless I accept my life completely on life's terms, I cannot be happy. I need to concentrate not so much on what needs to be changed in the world, but what needs to be changed in me and my attitudes. Shakespeare said, All the world's a stage, and all the men and women merely players. He forgot to mention that I was a chief critic. I was always able to see the flaw in every person every situation and i was always glad to point it out because i knew you wanted perfection just as a i did aa and acceptance has taught me that there's a bit of good in the worst of us and a bit of bad in the best of us that we are all children of god and and we each have a right to be here when i complain about me or about you i am complaining about god's handiwork i am saying that i know better than god for years I was sure that the worst thing that could happen to a nice guy like me would be that I would turn out to be an alcoholic. Today, I find it is the best thing that has ever happened to me. This proves I don't know what's good for me, and if I don't know what's good for me, then I don't know what's good or bad for you or for anyone. So I am better off if I don't give advice, don't figure I know what's best, and just accept life on life's terms as it is today, especially my own life. As... as 
especially my own life as it actually is. Before AA, I judged myself by my intention while the world was judging me by my actions. Acceptance has been the answer to my marital problem. It is as though AA had given me a new pair of glasses. Max and I have been married now for 35 years prior to our marriage when she was a shy, scrawny adolescent. I was able to see things in her that others couldn't necessarily see. Things like beauty, charm, gaiety, a gift of being easy to talk to, a sense of humor, and many other fine qualities. It was if I had, rather than a Midas touch, which turned everything to gold. A magnifying mind that magnified whatever it focused on. Over the years, as I thought about Max, her good qualities grew and grew, and we married, and all these qualities became more and more apparent to me, and we were happier and happier. Then as I drank more and more, the alcohol seemed to affect my vision and still continue to see what was good about my mind. I began to see her defects. And the more I focused my mind on her defects, the more they grew and multiplied. Every defect I pointed out to her became greater and greater. Each time I told her she was nothing, she was reduced in a receding into a little bit of nowhere. The more I drank, the more she wilted. Then one day in AA, I was told that I had my lenses on my glasses backwards and curves to change in the serenity pair. But not that I should change my marriage, but rather I should change myself and learn how to accept myself as she was. AA has given me a new pair of glasses. I can get focus on my wife's good qualities and watch them grow, grow, and grow. I can do the same thing with an AA meeting. The more I focus my mind on its defects, late start, dr long drunk logs, cigarette smoke, the worse the meeting becomes. But when I try to see what I can add to the meeting, rather than what I can get out of it, and when I focus my mind on what's good about it, rather than what's wrong with it, the meeting keeps getting better and better. When I focus on what's good today, I have a good day. And when I focus on what's bad, I have a bad day. If I focus on a problem, the problem increases. If I focus on the answer, the answer increases. Page 420, please. Perhaps. Perhaps. The best thing of all for me is to remember that my serenity is inversely proportional to my expectations. The higher my expectations of Max and other people are, the lower is my serenity. I can watch my serenity level rise when I discard my expectations, but then my rise try to move in, and they too can force my serenity level down. Uh, when I discard my expectations, but then my rights try to move in, and they too can force my serenity level down. I have to discard my rights as well as my expectations by asking myself, how important is it really, how important is it compared to my serenity, my emotional sobriety, and when I place more value on my serenity and sobriety than anything else, I can maintain them at a higher level, at least for the time being. Acceptance is the key to my relationship with God today. I never just sit and do nothing while waiting for him to tell me what to do. Rather, I do whatever's in front of me to be done, and I leave the results up to him. However, it turns out, that's God's will for me. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, I might as well finish this. I must keep my magic magnifying mind on my acceptance and all my expectations for my serenity is directly proportional to my level of acceptance. When I remember this, I can see I never had it so good. Thank God for AA. Page 552, please. Uh, he said, in effect, if you have a resentment you wish to be free of, you will pray for that person every or that thing that you resent, you will be free. If you 
will ask in your prayers for everything that you want for yourself to be given to them, and be, you will be free. If, if you ask for their health, their prosperity, their happiness, and you will be free. Even if you don't really want um, being it, really, uh, if, you, if you really don't want it for them, and your prayers are only words, and you don't mean it, go ahead, do it anyways. Do it every day for two weeks, and you will find that you will come to mean it and want it for them. And you will realize that there used to be no bitterness and resentment and hatred. You now feel compassion, understanding, and love. It worked for me then, and worked for me many times since. If it, it will work for me every time I'm willing to work it. Sometimes I have to ask for the willingness, but it too always comes because it always works for me. It will work for all of us. And another great man says the only real freedom a human being could ever know is doing what he has to do because he wants to do it. This great experience that released me from the bondage of hatred and replaced it with love is just really another affirmation of the truth I know. I get everything I need in Alcoholics Anonymous and everything I need I get, and when I get what I need, I invariably find that it was just what I wanted all the time. Page 100, please. Both you and the new man must walk day by day in the path of spiritual progress. If you persist, remarkable things will happen. When we look back, we realize that the things which came to us when we put ourselves in God's hands were better than anything we could have ever dreamed of or planned of. Follow the dictates of a higher power and you will presently live in a new and wonderful world no matter what your present circumstances. Page 83, please. 83. We were thinking about this phase of our development and we were being amazed before we were halfway through. We were going to know a new freedom, a new happiness. We will not regret the past or wishes to the door on it. We will comprehend the word serenity and we will know peace no matter how far down the scale we have gone. We will see how our experience can benefit others and the feeling of usefulness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in the selfish civil way and our whole attitude upon life uh, our own attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle our situation which used to baffle us. And we will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled as well. Sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize for us if we work for them. Amen. Page 85, please. Go ahead, Rick. Okay. It is easy to, to let up our spiritual program and wish our laurels. We are headed into trouble if we do for alcohol instead of full. We are not cured of alcoholism. What we really have is daily reprieve of the conscience and the maintenance of the spiritual condition, which every day is a day when we must carry out that vision of God to all of our activities. How may it but certainly uh, thy will, not mine, be done? These thoughts go with us, go with us constantly, and we can exercise our willpower along the line. All we wish in this proper use of the will. Much has already been said about receiving strength, inspiration, and direction from him who has all knowledge and power. If we have carefully followed directions, we have begun to sense the flow of his spirit into us. To some extent, we have become God conscious. We have begun to develop this vital sixth sense, but we must go further, and that means more action. Page 43, please. Before the alcoholic 
at certain times has no effect on no defense against the first string except for a few rare cases. Neither nor any other human beings that provide such defense. This defense must come from a higher power. Dan, beautiful. Thank you very much for coming in today's uh, podcast and reading. We uh, we got we got dressed this morning with these words, man. Put our put them on ourselves. Hey, hey, Anthony. Good morning. Uh, that's good. He, he keeps coming on. And good morning. <clears throat> morning, Anthony. How are you guys doing? Good, good. <clears throat> all right, all right. We're in the middle of the day, hump day, man. <clears throat> Don't forget to get a get a ticket for the lottery today. <clears throat> so remarkable things will happen. I don't know. I think we. We buy a ticket every morning when we do these readings. We buy a ticket for good things to come our way. You know, we're at we're asking for it. We're asking for it. All right, guys, have a great day, man. Give them heaven. Anybody got any remarkable things to report today? Keep keep an eye keep an eye open them for a place, and then come in and report. I, th- I think there's a way we can uh, raise our hands over here. See, see the hand that I put there. Yeah, that, that's an indicator that something remarkable has happened in my life, or or you're, or you're going through something and you need to share it. You know, we can, so we we can do that. All right, God bless you guys, man. Have a great week. See you tomorrow. <laughs> right, bye. Thank you for coming. We're going to be reading how to pick up business through the Word of God, through God's Word. Our first scripture for today is 1 John 3.22, where it says, And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him, because we keep his commandments, and do the things that are pleasing in his sight. You know, one of the things that is pleasing in his sight is reading his Word, day and night in the morning because Proverbs 16.20 says he who gives attention to the word will find good and blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord that has confidence in the Lord we don't look outward to trust the Lord we look inward in ourselves to have confidence in him I just have a love and a joy and a confidence in my heart for the Lord and then that's how I please him and whatever I ask I receive of him you know there was a a sermon someone said that every prayer is being answered or has been answered Uh, it may not be answered here but it may be answered in heaven you know how that was real to me when I was a little boy my mom and my dad divorced early and I would pray, I think I prayed for five years that my dad would come back from around seven years old till I was about 12. And then finally I said, enough is enough. And I left, I started uh, stealing, you know, hubcaps and bottles and whatever I can. So I went, uh, I, he didn't pray, but years later I had a, I had a dream, a very real vivid dream that my father was home and he was dancing with my mom and I can see his arms 
or his hand holding her hand, I'm outside and and everybody from the heart was like, my dad's home, my dad's home. What a beautiful, um, the Bible says when a hope is fulfilled, the joy, there's laughter and there's, you know, when a dream is fulfilled, there's joy. So our Father in heaven, who never knows, right? It came to pass, but it came to pass in a dream, but it was more real than anything I can think of. And it's kind of like a vision. All right. Our next scripture is Romans 8.8 8 and part of 9. It says, So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not of the flesh, but in the spirit. So when we're born again, praising God, singing songs unto him, discussing his word like we're doing now, it pleases the Lord to see his children seeking him. So we get rewarded, you know. Psalm 149, 1 through 6 say, Praise you the Lord, sing unto the Lord a new song, and his praise in the congregation of saints. Let Israel rejoice in him that made him. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Let them praise his name in the dance. Let them sing praises unto him with the timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He will beautify the meek with salvation. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing out loud upon their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth. You know, it goes on to say, this, the rest of the scripture says, and a two-edged sword in their hands, that they may put vengeance on the kings and leaders of this world and put chains on them, for this is the inheritance of the godly people to subject the violators with the written law of God. That's the honor that we get. And we we basically bind principalities, powers in high places through praise and worship to acknowledge, to clapping our hands and stomping our feet and praising the Lord. We do damage to the other kingdom. That's what I how I understand that scripture. Our next one is Psalm 147.11. The Lord takes pleasure in them that fear him, in those that hope in his mercy. You know, uh, having, having a fear for the Lord, a healthy fear that he can squash us like a bug at any time, that's a healthy fear. A healthy fear is that the ocean can come in here anytime. That's a healthy fear. That's a fear like that um, to the, towards the Lord. Psalm 147.1 says, Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. I am good. I am good. I am fine. I am fine. I am good, all is well. Can you say that? I am good, all is well. I know it's not all well, but you just say it by faith. That's how we trick, that we can change the atmosphere 
Why do you think he tells us to hearken unto his voice? And why are you here? You want a formula, right? So just act on it and speak it with confidence and faith. Say, I am good. I am well. I am wealthy. I am young. I am good. I am, I am that I am. I am in the wisdom of Jesus Christ. I am in the sanctification of Jesus Christ. I am in the redemption power of Jesus Christ. I am. Psalm 109 verse 30 says, I will greatly praise the Lord with my mouth. Yeah, I will praise him among the multitude. I will greatly praise the Lord with my mouth. Yes, I will praise him among the multitude. Psalm 109, verse 30. Psalm 145, 21. My mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord, and let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. My mouth shall speak the praise of, of the Lord, and let all his flesh, let all flesh, his holy name forever and ever. Amen. Bless his holy name. First Timothy 2, 1, 3, and 8. I exhort thee, therefore, first of all, supplication, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. I will therefore that man may pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. Amen. Romans 12, 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Romans 12, 1 and 2. That you may prove. Wow. Our next scripture is Hebrews eleven six. But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Psalm, no, Hebrews 11.6. Revelation 4.11, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for Thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure, Lord, thy, they are and were created. Amen. Deuteronomy 4.11 Hebrews 13.15 and verse 16 By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, that is, the fruit of our spirit, 
giving thanks to the Lord in his name, but to do good, but to do good and communicate, for forget not for which for for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. Hebrews thirteen verses fifteen and sixteen. First Peter two five and nine says You also are lively stones and are built up a spiritual house and a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. But you are chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you into his marvelous world, marvelous light. Amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. God's work, God's word on work. How to help our business. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Notice it says right here that we were going to make our way prosperous that we are going to have good success. I prayed for years for God to do that for me. <laughs> uh, as I go, so shall your strength be. In other words, God will be involved as I act like it and move towards it and shine my shoes and get on my clothes ready the night before and and go prospecting the next day for business, you know, and or study or whatever or I could be claiming his word but I have to ha claim his word while having his word in my heart this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth but thou shalt meditate therein and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written having uh, some scripture on your wall before you go to sleep and meditating on it and then getting up in the morning and meditating it again. There's a scripture that I have on the wall. There's a lot of scriptures I have I got on the wall. Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. Uh, Matthew twenty two twenty nine. But Jesus answered and said to him, you are mistaken, not understanding the scriptures, nor the power of God. So that always picks me up to keep moving forward. It's a motivator. Then I have in the wall, Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits. Say enthusiastic that Jesus, the Father, and the Son, Holy Spirit are inside of me. So, 
Amen. Our next scripture is Isaiah 48:17. It says, Thus says the Lord, the Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord thy God, which teacheth thee to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou should go, that leadeth thee. So if I'm being led, it means I'm already on moving forward. There's a saying that said, God cannot drive a parked car. You know, you're watching TV, you're not excited to get out there and exercise your faith. I'm not excited to exercise my faith. I'm not excited to go out there and hope and pray. I'm not excited to walk by faith. You know, there's something good's going to happen. God even said it. He goes, seek and you shall find. Knock and it will be opened unto you. Ask and it will be given to you. Amen. And let's read it again. Isaiah 48, 17. Thus says the Lord the Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord thy God, which teacheth thee to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shalt go. You know, as you go, you can even claim this scripture right here. As we're, I'm walking out of the house, I'm reciting to myself, Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer of the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord thy God, which teacheth me to profit, teacheth Thee to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shalt goest. Isaiah 48, 17. Excellent quoting scripture as we're going out to the door for business. Third John 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in hell even as your soul prospereth. Amen. There's, there's no holding back. But all forward, I wish above all things, the Word of God says, that you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. There's three things here, you know, prosper fi financially, sociably, in health, and in spiritual. What a good deal is that, huh? Our next scripture, Deuteronomy 8.18 says, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. It doesn't say to receive wealth. It says to get wealth. That he may establish his covenant, which he swore unto thy fathers, as it is this day. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for establishing your covenant. Thank you for paying all my bills. Thank you for providing food and shelter. Thank you for being a good God, and thank you for doing and demonstrating your word. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, may we be a shining beacon and a light to others. Demonstrate your omnipotence, your magnificent greatness, Lord. We thank you for creator of the earth, the heavens and the earth. Amen. Our next scripture is Proverbs 3, 5, and 10. Trust in the Lord. Have confidence in the Lord. It says with all your heart. Kind of interesting. I always try to throw thrust into the air looking for God. Lately, I've been saying to myself, well, have confidence in the Lord. And right here it says with all your heart. So in my heart, I have confidence in Him. 
I remember of all the things and all the prayers he answered and all the times he was there in my hard times. So I have, because in Spanish, it uses the word confidence, confia, kind of like, uh, you know, uh, give the Lord uh, some rope. He, 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 he is going to help you. Confidence in the Lord in all our hearts. And we need not unto figure our own way, our own understanding. In all the ways we acknowledge Him. All that ways. In His Scripture, in the Scripture, we quote the Scripture and we acknowledge Him in our ways, in our goings, and He shall direct our path. We are not proudful or wise in our own eyes. We fear the Lord and depart from evil. Tend their heartily. It shall be health to thy navel and moral to thy bone. Wow. Um, it shall be health to thy navel and moral to thy bone. Protection from disease and sickness. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruit of all thine increase. Looks like we prospered, went out and did it, and now it's telling us what to do with the prosperity. You know, in other words, you want, you want to continue feast, then continue plant seeds of uh, honoring the Lord, keeping his lights on, keeping his house, keeping his house lit by giving 10% to the man of God. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Proverbs 3, 5, and 10. So even if you send your 10% to this site to, to help me keep the lights on, help me uh, get the rest and get the proper nourishment and keep putting the word out there, that is honoring the Lord with thy substance. i done it to others for their projects and for serving God because they, they serve a lot of people and with the, for years and years and years. And with the first fruit of all thy increase, so and my barns have been filled with plenty and my presses are bursting out with new wine. When I am in need of something, I just say glory, glory to the refrigerator, glory, glory, glory in Jesus' name to the cupboards, Glory, glory, glory to Jesus' name to my wallet. And guess what? In a couple of days, it gets, something gets in there. Something starts to overflow. I've been doing this too long. I heard about it years ago. The missionary family would pass through their cupboards and say, glory, open up the cupboard and say, glory, glory, glory in Jesus' name. Something in that nature, people would bring food to their house. First Chronicles twenty-two thirteen, and thank you, by the way, if you ever thank you for listening to me. First Chronicles twenty-two thirteen, then shall thou prosper, if thou takes heed to fulfill the statutes and judgments which the Lord charged Moses with concerning Israel. Be strong and of good courage. Dread not, nor be dismayed.
again, then shalt thou prosper, then. Okay, I've got to do something. And then it says, if thou takes heed to fulfill the statutes and judgments with the Lord charged Moses with concerning Israel, be strong, have faith, and of good courage, dread not, nor be dismayed. For us, it's easy, because Jesus said, I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. So we praise him and we thank him, and we're fulfilling the statutes and the judgments. We will be prospering. Thank you, Father. Our next scripture is, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth, he shall prosper. Psalms 113. Kind of interesting. I fell asleep about oh, before 9 o'clock, and I read a couple of pages of this, and it put me to bed. Now I woke up to get a glass of water, and now I'm reading it again to put it put me back asleep one something in the morning. Huh. Our next scripture is in Deuteronomy. And it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently. It's like voicing out the voice of the Lord thy God. You know what it says to me? Um, if we... If we will speak the promises of God, the voice of the Lord thy God, you know what it tells me, which is, I'm sure it's okay, it's like saying, I am prospering. I am receiving uh, information from God today. I am getting the Lord's direction as I'm going out the door. I am hearkening diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments which I command thee this day that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth all people and all these blessings shall come upon thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken and thou shalt call on the voice of the Lord thy God and ask for his Thou shalt activate, we shall activate the promises of God by hearkening like a hark angel, speaking them loudly. Blessed shall thou be in the city, and blessed shall thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kin, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be the basket and the store. Blessed shall thou be when thou cometh in, and blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses, and in all thy says thy hand unto. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth. And the Lord shall make thee prosperous in thy goods, in the fruit of the body, in the fruit of the cattle, in the fruit of thy ground, in the land, which the Lord swore unto the fathers to give thee. 
The Lord shall open up upon thee his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in its season, and to bless all the work of thy hand, and thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail, and thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. If thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. Deuteronomy 28. But seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew 6.33. There it is again. How do we seek the, the kingdom of God? By memorizing and reading the word day and night. And speaking his promises with little three by five cards. But seek you first. That's seeking the kingdom of God. With the contract, with the word, with the instructions, with the promises of God. And his righteousness is right standing with Jesus Christ. We accepted the Lord on the cross. We said, yes, Lord. And all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew 6.33 Amen. Proverbs 63, commit thy works unto the Lord. You can read it this way. Commit thy sayings. Commit thy word unto the saying. Commit thy hearkening unto the Lord his word. And thou and your thoughts shall be established. As you commit the word of God back unto the Lord, his word, his promises. And then your thoughts shall be established on the area of prosperity Income, resources, development. Proverbs sixteen three. We commit our words unto the Lord. Our works. We have to work the word unto the Lord. And our thoughts. And the word established meaning it's huge. It's meaning that God puts a stake in the ground. He establishes it. He gives you a skill. He gives you an anointing. He opens up a a river of resources coming to you that no one can stop. He establishes your thoughts. A thought is is a thought that is established in your heart, in your mind, in your soul. You can live off of, of a thought, a good thought. You can live off of it. You know, like the thought that I have about Glory, glory to the covers in Jesus' name. Blessing the covers, you know, and speaking the word glory. That's an established thought in my heart that could gives, continually gives me uh, resources. And thy memory shall be established. Commit your works unto the Lord. Proverbs, amen. Our next scripture is Proverbs 24, 3 and 4. Through wisdom is in a is in house build it, and by understanding it is established. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Through wisdom is in house build it. You know the the wisdom that God has given us. And understanding the word understanding in Job twenty eight twenty eight. Is that you cannot um, mix evil in building your house. 
Understanding is keeping your hand away from sin. That's what the true meaning of the word understanding. If you understand that sin will eat your hand like acid, uh, you're not going to mess with it. So when you're, you have understanding, your house is going to be established by the Lord. You know, in other words, you're permanent. God has blessed the anointing of your household through wisdom, through good words, through accessing and acknowledging the Lord God, we build our house. And by understanding, we keep it. How many people have you seen through a prayer get a good job and build a house and then they're under, they start messing with uh, pornography or drinking and then their house is not established because they fail to preserve the word understanding and you know and and they tear we tear our own houses down and by knowledge by having by n having faith and belief in this process you know uh, we will continue to be filled with all precious and pleasant riches just they just keep coming in and keep coming in and keep, you ain't got no room for them you know, you bless, you've got no more room for your blessings are coming in. Gold is coming, silver is coming, uh, resources, uh, all kinds of things are just keep coming your way. First Kings 2, 2 and 3. I go the way of all the earth. Be thou strong, therefore, and show thyself a man. And keep the charge of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes and his commandments and his judgments and his testimonies. And it is written in the law of Moses that thou mayest prosper in all that thou dost, and with it thou soever thou turn thyself, wherever you go. Isn't that amazing scripture? First Kings chapter 2, verses 2 and 3. You know, this is a scripture I should have in my wall. I go the way of all the earth. I be strong, and I, sh I, I, I am showing myself as a man. You know, we speak it with I am. I can, I can personalize it. And I keep the charge. I keep the instructions of the Lord my God. I walk. I am walking in his ways. I am keeping his statutes and his commandments. I am hearkening unto his voice and his judgments and testimonies, as it is written in the law of Moses, that I am prospering in all thy ways, because I do it, and wherever I go, I am prospering. Or something like that. Kind of chopping it up, but. I go the way of the all the earth. Wait a minute. I go the way of all the earth. Who goes all the way to the earth? And then he says, Be thou strong, therefore, and show thyself a man. And keep thy charge of the Lord thy God. It sounds like the Lord says, uh, I go throughout the whole earth looking for my word to perform it and establish it. Looking for his word. So when, you, when I go out the door and I'm hearkening and speaking the word of God, it says the Lord is 
is flying all over the earth looking for his word to perform it. And keep thy charge, keep thy instructions of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes and his commandments and his judgments and his testimonies. And that's clap your hands, all you people, and shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. A voice of triumph. Something already, Jesus is already defeating Satan. You know, we rejoice in the voice of triumph. It is victory. It is written in the law of Moses that thou mayest prosper in all that thou doest and whatsoever does. Get it, turn it thyself. Getting excited about the victory of Jesus is keeping the charge of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways. Amen. Job thirty six eleven. If you if I if they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. Amen. The kingdom of God, accessing the kingdom of God. Romans twelve eleven, not slothful in business, but fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Our job is to be fervent in spirit, force ourselves to act enthusiastic. Masters, give unto your servants that which is just and equal, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. Colossians 4.11 but we beseech you, therefore, brethren, that you increase more and more. But we beseech you, brethren, that you increase. We encourage you, brothers, that you keep increasing more and more and that you study to be quiet and to do your own business and to work with your own hands as we command you that you may walk honestly towards them that are without and that you may have, you may lack nothing. First Thessalonians 4.10. That's why the new translations like the Passion and the Message come in. There's a lot of words in here that need to be uh, explained. Like the word beseech, you know, and that, you know, that you study to be quiet right there. In other words, I ponder it in my heart. And then, or I use my imagination to do my own business and to work with my own hand, you know, to square away my imagination. How am I going to tackle a business that I may walk honestly toward them that are without? I guess the poor, that I may have lack of nothing. So in other words, I'm a very prosperous, rich man, and I'm walking among the, honestly, through the poor. Uh, in other words, that I may give honestly and help out them that are without, and that I may show them that I lack nothing because I serve the Lord God. And so, that's the goal, is to be a shining light like Israel was supposed to be for all the nations to see how prosperous they would be if they would serve the Lord thy God. Solomon said that. 
In Isaiah 47, excuse me, 43, verse 7 and 21, it says, Even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory, I have formed him, yeah, I have made him, this people have I formed for myself, that they show forth my praise. There it is, that's just what I said. Everyone that is called by my name, Jesus, for I have created him for my glory. A brand new creature inside me. I have formed him. Yeah, I have made him. Yes, the Lord has made me. The Lord, I am the Lord's peculiar people for himself. That I may show to those that are without the for thy praise of God. John four twenty three twenty four says, For the hour has come and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. John four twenty three and 24. Amen. What easier way is for us to turn on some worship through YouTube and praise the Lord while we're getting ready in the morning and praising the Lord while we're doing our chores just to worship Him? God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. Hearkening and singing songs unto the Lord. Second Chronicles 5, 13 and 14. It came to pass, as the trumpeters and the singers were as one, to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voices with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music, and praise the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. That then the house was then the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of the Lord, so that the priest could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. So how did they fill the how did the glory of God come in? Which is resources for us? Uh, making one sound, making one sound to be heard. And interesting, it says to make one sound. So there's the Holy Spirit, Father God, yourself, and Jesus inside of us. We are to make one sound, praising the Lord, to be heard, to be heard by the elements around us, praising and thanking the Lord. And when we, they lifted up their voices with, along with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, saying this, For he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. For he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. You know, that then the house was filled with the cloud. What we're doing, we're establishing the glory of God in our midst, in our presence. 
For he is good, for his mercy endures forever. That's why it's so important to have the scripture available. So we, the reason why we're singing unto the Lord is to have his mercy and, and his goodness established in our household forever and ever. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. He is good, he is good, and his mercy endureth forever. First Peter 2, 5 and 9 says, You also, as lively stones, are built up as a spiritual house a, and, and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. You are chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into a marvelous light. There it is. That we should sing his praises because he has called, you, called us out of darkness into a marvelous light where there is no need. For we are lively stones. Ha, 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 lively stones are built up, we are rolling stones, are built up a spiritual house, a royal priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. But to do good and to communicate, forget not for which such sacrifices God is well pleased. Hebrews 13, 15, and 16. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifices of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. But to do good and to communicate, forget not for which sacrifices God is well pleased. Revelation 4.11 Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are ever and were created. Hebrews 13, 15, and 16. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. But to do good and to communicate, forget not for which such sacrifices God is well pleased. Interesting in this scripture that it's by Jesus, by the power of Jesus. Therefore, let us open our mouths and sing sacrifices of praise. A sacrifice of praise it means that we're hurting, we're going through something. We have a need. We you know, the car is old, you know, we we have a need. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice. You know, it'd be weird if it said the joyful praise to God continue, which would also fit. But right here it's it's um it's giving us a benefit that by through Jesus, let us go ahead and 
give a sacrifice of thanksgiving for the stuff we're going through and praising God continually, be having a positive attitude. Praise the Lord for this situation. I thank you, God, for this car. I thank you for the situation I'm in. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to, to his name, having a high a positive attitude, giving thanks. But to do good, and I guess that's ministry, right? But to do good and to communicate, forget not, for with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. So that would be interesting to look it up in other translations because the words also have other meanings too. But to do good and to communicate, forget not, for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. So it is a sacrifice praising God when we're hurting. We keep the counsel and the communication open with our Father either through blessings of joy or Problems of sacrifices with problems in back of it to push us. Either one is going to push us to keep our communication lines with God. Prosperity, laughter, joy should push us with gratitude and love and thankfulness or through problems, through lack and situations, you know, to praise God. Either both have the same outcome. I've been on both sides, guys. Guess what side is easier to maintain? When you don't have time to read the Word of God and to write three by five cards and study the Scripture, that means the world, you need to sacrifice the Lord for the stuff that's eating your, your lunch so you can move over to have the luxury of reading and writing and meditating on his word and studying it. Revelations 4.11 Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Amen. Revelations 4.11 Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power for thou hast created all things and for thy pleasure they are where we're created you know that tells me that God right here he receives the accomplishments that we do and that's his glory we receive and share his honor and power for he, he has created all things. We are the created thing. We are the product. And they are pleasurable. For thy pleasure they were created. So, And what's the pleasure for us? Is to, is to um, show the glory of the Lord, the honor of the Lord, and the power of the Lord through our lives. You know, as a father has pride in his child, if, you know, if he goes to college, does good, gets married, has a home, has children, keeps giving honor to the Father, that's how the Father sees us. He created us. That's how we please the Father. That's how we please God. 
Hebrews 11, 6, but without faith or without action, okay, moving forward without preparation, it is impossible to please God, please Him, for he that cometh to God must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Amen. The only thing I'm getting from this for right now is, but without action, without um, having knowledge and believing or imagination, without having, it is impossible to please him. Without effort, Hebrews 11, 6. We've got to have those efforts. Wow. It's already a 40 minutes. Colossians 1.10, that you may walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. May you, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Thank you, folks. God bless you. In the name of the Lord. I love you. God bless you. Hi. I'm reading from today from the book called God Calling. A very interesting article for today, December the 1st. It was sent to me by Ozzy. And then she has a gratitude list to uh, back this up. Let's go ahead and open up with the uh, seven-step prayer, please. My Creator... I am now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character that stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me the strength as I go out from here to do your bidding. Amen. Only when you're humble can you can do that prayer. If you have some kind of self-efficiency, some kind of pride, ego, uh, you cannot admit that there's good and bad in you and you can't not admit that someone suggests that to you you have a apprehension on that uh, well more power to you I apologize if you feel that way I used to feel that way too but I consider my past and I don't want to be living the way I was living so I decided to give these people in the 12-step movement a chance to see what what do I have to lose and uh, <clears throat> here we go. December the 1st. I believe this is God calling. It is only through the order that great things are born. The wisdom of the tiles. It is only through order that great things are born. There is no way goodness, abundance, and success can come to you if your affairs are not in order. The universe is an orderly system of activities and events. Things flow in and out and through. When our home environment accounts or activities are not in order, the universal flow will move right past us without stopping. We must recognize and practice divine order if we want ultimate success. We must pay our bills in a timely manner. Keeping an organized structured record 
of what we pay and when we pay it. Give everyone their due. If we are in debt to someone, pay them. If we cannot pay the agreed upon amount, pay something and pay it consistently on time. Think of it as, a, as giving to God. If we don't give to God, how do we expect God to give back to us? One of the greatest enemies of success is living hand to mouth. Believing we don't have enough, we fail to pay. Save and give. In the universal flow, hand to mouth does not work. If we are not living in order, we will continue to meet our open mouth with empty hands. <laughs> I do have enough to pay, save, and give. I do have enough. And I was in that point where Mouth Fernando, all I got to say about that, I don't think this is a God calling, but it's good stuff anyway. Um, uh, yeah, I was uh, hand to mouth when I wanted my own way and uh, drinking too much. Got to a point where I really starved. I really lost weight. I really starved. I was hungry. I was even telling the people that I had bought furniture from in San Diego, my mid-early 20s, uh, I had drinking too much, lost a job, lost uh, all the resources, lost everything. There was no help whatsoever. The only help I was getting was the um, collecting cans and bottles to eat. And uh, I couldn't get a job, I was just shaking. I remember walking into a furniture store where I had purchased a nice king-size bed and also furniture and paid them off cash. And I walked in there and I was wondering if they had any mercy, any uh, rebates or anything that I will be able to uh, eat on, you know, like some kind of mercy. And as I was walking away from the furniture store, my soul... Uh, and I was surprised, my soul blurted out, I am starving. It came right out of my soul. Maybe it was the Holy Spirit or the truth. And I was surprised of that. And I kept at it. And then I finally, I hadn't eaten for a couple of weeks and just drinking and smoking cigars. I started to cough myself down to the ground in the kitchen, a little apartment that I hadn't paid my rent going on four months. And I was on my knees, and I finally, while I was on my knees, I said, well, I might as well pray. I'm coughing down here. I asked God to help me. I Father, help me raise my hands. And as soon as I raised my hands and I asked Father to help me, there was a knock on the side of the apartment, and the guy that had a phone number, my one of my drinking butters, buddies, I got him the apartment, by the way. He told me, Fernando, he yells at me. He heard me in my kitchen. He goes, they're asking you to go to the gas station and apply for a job. And I said, well, can anybody pray around here? <laughs> the answer came so quickly, lightning. And the scripture says, while they are calling, I will answer. And a lot of us don't answer with complete surrender. You know, we still have our 
ego or pride and well we'll see I'll see if I'll serve you God if you do this for me I'll surrender to you if you take care of this you know we're um, bartering we're you know okay well if that working for you how's that working for you you know I have enough today to help somebody that needs help I have enough to go out of my way and give somebody a ride and take care of their needs while they're in that state. And because I used to be in that, God fixed me up. All right, enough of that. I had another uh, rabbit trail point, but it ran over the hill and the rabbit is gone. Oh, I got it. It came right back. It just waved at me. The rabbit came back. This is the main point that I suggest. If you're in that situation, you can do something to make your life orderly, okay? And it's, it's, it's the one bullet that will clean every artery up by thanking God that you're behind the eight ball. By thanking God, you don't have it together. By thanking God, your resources are in the rears. By thanking God, uh, you don't have a place to live, something to eat by thanking God for the negative side like I told people when you have a car battery we always think that the power comes out of the positive pole because it says X there is positive it's hot we think the hot the power comes out of the positive pole and turns cranks the engine and gets it started and then the generator takes over from there and starts supplying the the spark plugs with the power it's the same thing for us, but in reality, the power comes out of the negative side of the battery. Yep, it, it jumps from the negative side, turns the crank on, and goes back in the positive side. It makes a circuit. It goes back into it, and it that's where our willpower comes in, where we thank God for the negative side of our bills. It goes to God's kingdom. He, he turns it for good works it for good then he sends us back results and we, uh, we we recharge by meditating by reading by praying we recharge our battery and once we recharge your battery with all our heart and in honesty we thank him for another problem send it through the negative side of our posts to the negative side of our lives just like the prayer good and bad you're trying to be, we're trying to be good on our own side and it doesn't work. God does not need any help on the good side. And he's telling you, you really got your wires crossed. <laughs> you got your wires crossed and you can't get your engine running. All, and it's so simple. You can't thank him for your bills. You can't thank him for your weight overeating. You can't thank him for your drinking if you still have uh, control and self-sufficiency, ego, pride, and uh, I'm going to do it. Just like I got on my knees, you need complete surrender. It says, okay, God, I surrender completely. And you got to do it over and over again to make sure that the ego is not lurking, the self-sufficient is not lurking down there, uh, the pride. Those things, if they're lurking underneath, uh, only God knows, Okay. It's a, a heartfelt, pure surrender. Father, help me. I thank you for my 
problems. I thank you for my situation just the way it is. Formulate a program that works, folks. This one will give you self-esteem, joy, laughter, power, and strength to do the right thing in the midst of the problems. What an exchange, right? You're not going to be beating yourself up more, doing the same thing day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. And the only thing that's keeping you alive and, and above board is the mercy and the loving kindness of God. So that's the only thing we qualify for, mercy and loving kindness. When will you learn this? When will you let go and let God? When will you be able to take advice and instructions and commit to thanking God no matter what? Thank God even if it kills you. Yep, you heard that right. Thank God for that thing that's eating your lunch, the, the negative side, even if it kills you. A disease, a habit, a, a child, a domestic violence. Every situation, you run through the hopper through God's thanksgiving machine and you commit to that. No buts or what's. You just let go and let God. You have the at least you have the willpower to be obedient. If you can implement your willpower and your commitment, obey obey this simple formula, you're on your way to great success like millions and millions and millions and billions of us have said it. Okay, God, I can't do anything. Take it from here. I'm going to die in this situation. Just take it, Lord. And boom. That's all he's been waiting for you, to learn how to turn it over. Okay, let's go ahead and finish with the Lord's Prayer, please. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I thank you, Father, for the hearing ears that are listening today. I thank you, Father, for their negative posts in life. May they switch poles and function properly in Jesus' name. Amen. I love you. Has no one told you they love you? I love you and I care for you. Bye. Take care. Okay, folks, we're going to try and get some Elanon reading in today. I really believe that uh, God speaks to us through these little books. I am actually grounding myself out here in the grass, meaning I got my bare feet on the grass and I'm pulling away the electromagnetic frequencies that are in my head down to normal levels. You know what's normal levels? <clears throat> You'd be surprised with a meter how much... Uh, a static electricity uh, is in your body way more than we need and it seems to end up on the left side of our brain so it gives us anxieties and we go to the doctor and we're running around with disconnected from the earth uh, there's a movie called grounding earthing you get good at it and there's a doctor named Laura and another guy named uh, over <laughs> Clint Clint over something like that o-b-e-r here we go december the first for hope for today let's pray 
God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change those things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I've struggled long and hard in Al-Anon to understand the idea of detachment with love. At first, it sounded like an oxymoron. Detachment was the opposite of love. I thought it seemed like abandoning the people I love because of their alcoholism. Was I supposed to just stop caring? In Eleanor, I began to see that my way of caring often meant reacting and manipulating. I do something nice for someone because I wanted to be liked. I get so caught up in someone else's problem that I didn't have time or energy to seek solutions for my own difficulties. Sometimes I wanted to attach myself and feed off someone mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Then I wouldn't have to deal with the scariness of being separated person who took risks. Despite these intellectual glimmerings about my motives, I felt frustrated that I didn't know how to translate them into positive behavior. I simply decided my problem was that I loved too much. I began to react, regard and act any act of helpfulness or kindness as my part as a slip. Again, let me say that again. I began to regard any act of helplessness or kindness on my part as a slip. After I told my sponsor about my new insight, he explained the goal was detachment, not amputation. To detach isn't to stop caring about others. It means I care equally as much for myself. It means I love myself enough to stay out of others' insanity. It means putting enough emotional distance between myself and another to see each of us as a separate individual. Being helpful and kind feels wonderful. It's only when I do this with the belief that I can fix, change, or control the other person that I need to question my motives. Thought for the day. Sometimes what I call love is really just control. Control freak, as a matter of fact, that's my term. Sometimes what I call love is really just the habit of control, playing God. Simply put, detachment means to separate ourselves emotionally and spiritually from other people. How Al-Anon works for families and friends, Alcoholic Anonymous, page 84. And I usually say, Fernando, I am an Al-Anon. Um, I am a very happy member of Al-Anon. I always say, what do I always say? I'm already forgetting what I always say. Well, involvement with enthusiasm and joy that you're good with your higher power and that other people see it with uh, a shiny, brimming face that life is going good. Sometimes the people keep telling you their problems and the hardest thing to do is not to get a solution because remember, you're talking to a tree. The person you're a tree is not going to change. Only God can change the tree with a lightning bolt or something. All you can do is love them, get high-five them, just give them love without a solution. You just enjoy their presence. Make a commitment to be happy, joyous, and free in front of them without 
going to the store, paying their bills, paying their phone bill. You know, you're adding to the problem when you do all that stuff. Okay, tell them your mama don't live here, your daddy don't live here. You're over 18. Get up and uh, get your own resources. I'm busy. Say I am busy. God's got this. All right, that should do it. Let's go ahead and pray out. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Keep coming back. Greetings. Elnon for today, December the 1st. Elnon was the first place I've been in a long time where people invited me back even after listening to my woes. I am so grateful that they did because Elnon was my last hope. I thought that I would kill myself if I didn't do something about the alcoholism in my home. Later, when members of the group asked me to make coffee, I... Jump was happy to do anything to repay them for their love, yet no payment was required. They loved me whether I was involved in service or not, even when I couldn't love myself. Elanon is the only thing in my life that I've been dedicated to, the only thing I ever felt consistently good at. As I do service work, I see myself accomplishing things, giving, receiving, growing. I see my progress as I learn to learn. And as the lessons become a part of me, I take them into all areas of my life. Today, I like to think that I get to take an active part in the growth of Elanon through service. I'm not doing Elanon a favor. Elanon is doing me one. It actually thrills me to remember that I'm always to take part. You let me. I'm allowed to take part because you let me. Today's reminder Listening, hearing, thinking, and reading about a spiritual awakening are fine, but if I really want this gift, there is something I can do about it. I can get involved. Artistol said, what we learn to do, we learn by doing. Our next reading is uh, for November 29th. Before Ellen, my belly button birthday, by the way. Thank you. I believe that being an adult was to be in control. Rigid, cool, being an adult was looking good on the outside and not feeling what was going on, on the inside. Being an adult meant doing for others until I dropped. Elanon has opened up a whole new way of living. The first thing that had to go was the control over others. It simply doesn't work. Trying to be in control as, is an effective method of keeping loved ones at a distance. Instead, I admitted that I am powerless over others then I had to begin to put away the looking good facade in order to share my feelings at meetings. And one fine day, I picked up the One Day at a Time in Elanon, ADAT, book and read the pages on martyrdom. I became uncomfortably aware that my do-gooder do role often masks a martyr. Becoming more human has been difficult and frightening at times. But being more genuine allows me to have real relationships, real communications, and real happiness. 
Today's reminder. Today I can risk being myself. I don't have to live up to anyone's image. All I have to do is be me. And the quote from Alnan is for adults, children of alcoholics is, As I surrender my imaginary power over others, I gain a more realistic view of my own life. Time to go.